Hello there, and welcome to the BU Podcast. I'm your host, Sean Brown, and our mission here at BU is to help the world become a happier place, one person at a time. Hope you are blessed and well out there. On today's bite-sized episode, I want to talk about something that came up in conversation with someone this week, which was just a really good thing to bring to the podcast and chew over a little bit for a few minutes. But before I get into that, just want to share about the experience that Nathan and I had at Huddersfield Town on Wednesday evening. Now, on the previous episode, I talked about how my son and I were going to Huddersfield Town that evening to for Nathan and the rest of his team to take part in the Guard of Honour. What an experience it was. It was just incredible for him to, you know, to be on, on a football pitch right in the middle in front of thousands and thousands of people to be able to soak up that atmosphere from that viewpoint. You know, most of us get to experience that from the side, sidelines, um, and very rarely get a chance to be right in the middle of it, in the thick of it. And Nathan got the chance to do that and he absolutely loved it. And then we got to watch the game in like really great seats with the rest of his team. The team got a win as well, which was nice. And the goals all happened on our side of the pitch. So if you imagine like a football pitch in a football stadium, we were like in one of the corners. So we weren't right in the middle, we were in one of the corners, but the corner we were in was perfect for where the goals went in. So the second goal went in, all the players after they scored came and celebrated in our corner where all the, where all our team were. So all the kids out their seats, right up to the stand, cheering with them all. They're all cheering, oh, it was just really nice to be a part of that and to be a part of that energy and feel it. So Big up to Huddersfield Town for the invite and, you know, what a great evening, what a great experience. What I wanted to talk about today is sort of, it's sort of linked to to that moment because that moment obviously is a part of Nathan's journey, his journey in football and his, you know, his growing interest in the game and the sport of football. Now, what I wanted to talk about today was expectations. And in order to give it a bit of context, I've got to rewind in time. So when Nathan was a lot younger, I think he was about, he must have been about five or six around that age. Um, it's a ballpark, right? You know, as you get older, everything starts to blur. And you try and pick out a precise age or a precise date. And it's quite difficult. Well, it is for me anyway. And took Nathan to like a... It was like a weekly football skills like group, basically, you know, um, that happened in the evenings. And I said to Nathan, oh, let's go and try football. Let's go along. And I'll never forget this. We went and it was pretty obvious pretty quickly that he wasn't as interested as the other children who were there. Really funny story. But one week, at the end, at the end of each session... Every week at the end of the session, they'd get into little teams and they'd play like, you know, five-a-side matches at the end. <laughs> and these games would happen in the middle of a, the sports hall. So imagine you've got a sports hall full of parents all around the perimeter and then the kids are playing in the middle, taking it in turns to, to come on the pitch and play. So Nathan's team are playing and they're about halfway through the match. Nathan completely decides I'm not playing football anymore. Instead decides that he wants to be a dinosaur. Now, that's funny enough. Imagine someone on the pitch, kid on the pitch, pretend to be a dinosaur rather than playing a game. I'm on the side and I'm just like, what is he doing? So I'm trying to, I'm trying to catch his eye. I'm trying, I'm trying to catch him like, 
play the game. What are you doing? Come on, like, don't, what are you doing? On the side, she can imagine me frantically trying to get his attention. What killed it for me was so funny, was he completely ignored me and my, my you know, my prompts to, to him to get back in the game. Instead, he decides to take his dinosaur game to the next level. So he goes up to another random parent and roars at this parent, <laughs> which was embarrassing enough. But then what made it hilarious was that the parent didn't know what to do. So then roared back. It was amazing. So watching my son roaring at an adult and the adult roaring back whilst the game is going on in the background. And I'm thinking maybe football's not right for him at the moment. <laughs> and so in the car afterwards, I, I, I just said to him, look, do, do you enjoy coming to football? Do you like it? And he was like, no. And I was like, you know, should we just, should we drop this for a bit and maybe come back if you enjoy it another time? And I, I, I felt the relief in the car. I felt it. And he was like, oh, that would be amazing. And then what was fascinating was I realized that it had been my expectation that he would love football because I love football, which was driving this. And when I saw that and realized, and I don't think I actually realized it in words, you know what I mean? It wasn't like this insight I knew, but when I saw that afterwards, I was like, wow, no wonder he wasn't that engaged because it wasn't led by him. It was my expectation. I had put his life journey in this box prior to his birth and said, this is what it's going to look like. This is what it's going to contain. And in that expectation is born. Now, here's the thing. If you want your relationship to flourish, whatever context it is, the more intense expectation you have on that relationship, the likelihood that that expectation is going to crush the ability for that relationship to flourish is high because we are not allowing life to dictate where this relationship is going, how this relationship is going to flourish, what each party in that relationship is going to need as we go through life. In that moment in the car, my expectation on Nathan needing to be some sort of elite athlete died. It died. And I actually felt sad for a while about that because I re recognized that what I thought he would love, he didn't love in that moment. But in the ending of expectation, in, in, in the, if you imagine a box and then placing someone we love in that box and expecting them to fit in it, in the, in the destruction of the box, in the removal of the box and allowing that person to move freely through this world in a way that makes their soul sing, what a loving act that is. And I've tried, and look, I'm not perfect at this, but I have tried to make that the foundation of the decisions I make with my children, with my wife, and with anybody that I come in contact with to grant them the freedom to be. Now, as I said, I'm not perfect at that. I don't know anyone who is, but I understand the importance of that being the intention. I want my son to feel free to decide what he wants to do, what he loves to do, and when he wants to do it. Now, the reason that's so important is because now, now that he found football on his own, he fell in love with the game on his own. He, like, it was a World Cup. There was a World Cup on, and I was just randomly watching the game on my own. I didn't say to him, come watch it or anything like that. And he just came over and said, what are you watching? I said, oh, come and watch it with me. And he fell in love with the game completely on his own. Now that his, his love for the game is there, his passion for the game is there, 
there's the, there's nothing I need to do. I've noticed now the direction that he wants to go in. And now I just facilitate the direction that he's already traveling in. So I'm supporting him in where he wants to go. I'm not trying to force him to go in any direction in particular. And we can only do that in the absence of expectations. If we are still trying to enforce how we think somebody else should live, how we think somebody else should behave, who we think somebody else should be, how we think somebody else should feel, we are we are slowly, gently suffocating the relationship. And at some point in that relationship, there's going to be a kickback. Why? Because nobody likes being put in a box. Nobody. Nobody likes being constrained in that way. And so there has to be a kickback. For the sake of that person's freedom, they have to break loose. So what I decided to do is remove the box and grant that person the freedom to be. Now, what allows someone to do that? For me, a trust in life itself. A a trust in the process of what life is, which knows at a much deeper level than I do in my intellect. I do not try and second guess the trajectory of the human race and, and, and assume that I know where it should go in my mind because I don't. Not only that, my mind has got so many warps and, and loopholes in it and blind spots in it through going through the process of life and being conditioned in that, that my guess is probably not going to be that accurate anyway. Life in itself, in its process, will have a journey for Nathan that I'm here to support, will have a journey for Ava that I'm here to support, that has a journey for Marie that I'm here to support, that has a journey for me that I'm embarking on. And so expectation in the in the way that I'm describing it here can sometimes limit our ability to do that. And I've just found for me that allowing someone to find their passions on their own and discover what their passions are means that it's far more likely to stick than trying to tell somebody what they should like, what they should enjoy, what they should feel, how they should be, it just it just doesn't work. It's not the natural way. I do think this is a, a subject, this whole realm of expectation that might be worth visiting in more depth on another episode, but I just wanted to map that out for you. You know, when I was watching Nathan on the pitch, enjoying the game of football so much, and when I see him in his matches, enjoying the game so much, and at training, just enjoying the game, it makes me think back to the me who was in that sports hall thinking he's never going to enjoy it. And if I could speak to him now, what I would say is one, if he never enjoys it, that's his choice. Like it's okay. And two, you can't force someone to want what they don't want. You can't force someone to be passionate about something they have no passion for. It might make a bit more sense to watch what he's already passionate about and facilitate opportunities to develop that. So, as I said, not a perfect science, I know. And the whole realm of expectations is definitely something I want to get into more. Maybe looking at the mechanism of expectations, how they how they develop, how they grow, how we can spot them and, you know, ways that we can release them. Yeah, I can feel that that would be a good episode. So in the future, look out for that one. 
I hope you enjoyed this one. And if you have, and you think it might be helpful for somebody else to hear this episode, there's a few ways that you can do that. One way would be to share it with them, you know, share it with the nearest and dearest person who you think would get benefit from it. Another way that you can spread the love for the podcast is to leave us a review or subscribe to the podcast yourself so you never miss a future episode. I think they're like the three big things you can do that will, you know, either help you keep in touch with what we're doing here or pass on what we're doing here to somebody else. Thank you for listening all the way to the end. I massively appreciate every listener. I thank you very much for the notes I get about the podcast, the feedback I get, the questions I get. I enjoy hearing all of that. And please, if you've ever got something you want to ask me about or share with me, please feel free to reach out to me. I will definitely reply and, you know, hear what you've got to say. It's, it's, it's one of the most enjoyable parts of doing what I do. So wishing you a blessed day and hope you've enjoyed the podcast. Be you, be blessed, and I'll see you on the next episode.